Welcome, welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning. Since it's Monday, you know it. It's that time of the week for a bit of chinwag with the one and the only Sadia Asmani. Sadia, how was your weekend? How are you? It was great. Nice weekend. And obviously the weather is so very hot, but I'm not going to complain. Um, I'm okay. I'm staying cool and I'm quite happy. So that's fine. Excellent. You're looking very summery today with yes. your with your sun hat. Yes. Lovely sun hat. Yeah. It's really purely for practical purposes, not for glamour or anything like that. It's purely because it just keeps the sun because I don't need to improve my tan. I'm all <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I know. Because sometimes it's not about the, the, the tan. I love getting a tan. It's just sort of the redness that's yeah, associated. Yeah. It takes ages to sort of, you know, oh, I just look burnt. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's not the topic of today. What yeah. have you got for our listeners? Okay, interesting one here, uh, which is, you know, sometimes these subjects just come up and it's something I've felt or, or I come across something. And, uh, you know, the other day, right, it was I was in the supermarket, right, and I went to the self-checkout and I was just like I had like, you know, some fruit and this and that. And um, and then I was kind of doing it without thinking. I just uh, I just did it and the code came up. And so I thought, OK. And then suddenly the shop assistant said, um, oh, can you check your items? And I thought, yeah, okay. And I noticed, oh, I'd forgot to put the avocado in, right? And uh, and so I felt so guilty. I was thinking, oh my goodness, did she think that I'm trying to um, shoplift or, or something? And and it really made me feel kind of uneasy. You know, you think, I, I didn't do it on purpose. I just must have missed it or something. Anyway. And so, it's the unlikely ones, like, you know, yeah, you know dressed up. I'm and, not going to nick an apple yeah. Really, if I was going to nick something, it might be something a bit more valuable. But uh, but but anyway, um, and then, um, then I was flicking through their local paper and I noticed an article and it said, and it was talking about shoplifting. And the headline hit me where it basically said that, you know, there's been a huge surge in shoplifting ever since the pandemic. And I thought, oh, this is quite interesting. And I thought maybe that was the reason I did the avocado bit. But anyway, uh, and supposedly retail crime has rocketed in countries around the globe. And figures from the UK's Office of National Statistics showed that shoplifting rose by 22% year on year during the year to September 2022. And 10% of Americans, that's over 30 million people, shoplift with some degree of regularity, according to the Shulman Center, which actually tracks compulsive theft, spending and hoarding. Can you imagine a a center that's devoted to that? And in Singapore, about 3,200 shoplifting cases were logged in 2022, 600 more than in 2021. And in Hong Kong, supposedly, it's reported that 1,207 cases of shoplifting, that was a rise of 35% in the first two months of this year. And it's interesting because, I mean, you know, when they say this has happened um, because of the pandemic, I suppose to a certain extent, you can actually look at the kind of conditions which may have influenced these movements. So, for instance, you know, economic hardship is certainly one of the things where the pandemic has led to kind of a huge widespread losses in terms of job losses and working hours and things like that. Um, social unrest, the pandemic has caused a considerable amount of social unrest just, you know, within your own homes, within the whole general public um, and reduced staffing. So quite a few sort of because of social distancing, retailers have had to increase the number of employees. So I suppose, you know, 
Uh, if you think about the number of people who perhaps are on our shop floor who are keeping track of these things as well, probably has influenced this as well. Um, and increased online shopping, there's less oversight by sort of store employees in the actual store. Um, and, um, you know, mental health issues, people are just feeling, and you know, sometimes they do say that if you kind of, it's not necessarily, I mean, you hear about celebrities shoplifting and, you know, people have been, very famous people have been caught, but it's not necessarily this thing of needing that product and you can't afford that product. It's just some compulsion. It's just something that happens to them that they, they do it. Um, and they're also, um, they're saying that there's been changes in the whole law enforcement priorities that, you know, what they're looking at is much more severe crimes. And now shoplifting has almost become like an offence, which is kind of, it's just like, it's very casual. People don't really, unless it's like huge amount of money, something, you know, if you're going there and nicking a big diamond or something, that's a different sort of thing. But, you know, general everyday shoplifting is just not regarded as being important so have you ever i'm just going to say have you ever shoplifted <laughs> yeah just the other day no. um but it's interesting what you mentioned just now is at uh supermarket checkouts where i've noticed a lot of uh, self-service checkouts yeah. so you're you're actually taking away um a, a shop a, a cashier sort of putting things in the bag for you now i'm not saying that could be a direct link of increase of shoplifting but it's perhaps a, a, a an easier avenue for yeah. people to sort of or or maybe people, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I don't want to yeah, speculate. The, there are shops now. I know um, a friend Clothing of mine. Clothing shops, yeah. the supermarkets. They, they, they They've all got these, you know, automatic. But yeah. they're also, um, I have a friend who just lives down the road and they have, um, you know, in the place that they stay, downstairs there's a shop, right? And the shop is unmanned completely. Mm right so basically you just walk in i've seen and you scan before. the stuff yes. and there are probably cameras there or something but it's there's there's nobody in there there are shelves and there's everything and there's a little scanner or something but and that's purely on this thing of trust i've seen those shops if i saw one in central and i thought what an interesting yeah. shop and it did cross my mind oh well it's so easy to just yeah, go in there, just to, go in there well, yeah. well, i didn't say i but i just thought one <laughs> be so i mean you know you do yeah. i mean you're I always I'm plays on those things. But what, what's really interesting was that I, when I was reading about this, it said part of this, you know, part of the increase too is that uh, like social media platforms like Tumblr has an active, I, I don't know whether I even promote this to tell you the truth, has an active shoplifting community that uses tags and text speak to share shoplifting tactics. What? Are you kidding? <laughs> I know. Now, uh, you heard it here, so please, please do not you know, say that Sadia told you to do yes. this, right? But uh, but I, I was just shocked and I was thinking, well, yeah, if you think about it, social media allows for this. It's just like, I suppose, when you think of kind of big criminals that are in the prison or something and yeah. and you go into prison and you meet these guys and then you learn. It's like, a, it's like an educational course, isn't it? But it says often shoplifters aren't prosecuted in the United States as it leaves stores vulnerable to litigation. That's oh. another 
consequence, especially I'm sure in the States, the law is just like people are suing people left, right and centre. And I'm sure if a shoplifter was caught and handled badly, they would say you've had a mental, you know, I've had a mental breakdown because of you. Right. Um, Also, 2022, there was a survey by the US-based National Retail Federation. They found that 37.9% of participating readers don't even allow any employees to to apprehend shoplifters. Mm. So they just kind of turn the other cheek in a way because it just is quite complicated to do that. Um, In November 2022, three Australian schoolgirls were let off with a 12-month conditional warning after being arrested for shoplifting on Singapore's Orchard Road shopping street. And they stole lingerie from Victoria's Secret Store and a pair of Crocs footwear. So they obviously kind of got away with it. But but they're saying that American retailers are even minimizing their physical footprints due to the problem. Walmart has shut four stores in Chicago, while department stores like Macy's and Target have closed locations due to millions in loss of losses from rampant theft. So, I mean, it's, it is quite a, a, a major sort of problem. The types of things are being stolen. So, for instance, in the U.S., the most shoplifted items are alcohol, makeup, cosmetics, clothing and fashion accessories, electronics, food and groceries. And only about 48 shoplifting cases actually lead to an arrest, um, which, you know, is it just makes you think, doesn't it? Like... Absolutely. And it made me also remind me of like the, the surging food prices as well. Mm. I'm surprised food didn't make it sort of higher mm. on the list. I, I just thought because during the pandemic, you know, times are tough and people have been laid off. Now, of course, shoplifting, stealing is wrong. Um, but I remember doing an ethics course um, back in the day. And so stealing is wrong. But if there was a, a mother who sort of got uh, starving children at home and, and a family to support and nobody's able to work, and the mother went to a bakery to steal some bread and those bread would save the lives of the children and, and say the mother and, and, and the, her parents. Um, is it is it still yeah, wrong? Yeah. I mean, it, it, the action itself is still yeah. wrong, but it, it's yeah. really hard to... And I'm not saying like, you know, stealing makeup. It's a survival makeup, thing. Yeah. I know, but then I suppose, you know... Um, but yeah, we can't go on yeah, that. I'm not we, promoting we that, can't, by the We way. can't certainly yeah. justify it to say that, no. look, you know, you can... Because at the end of the day, it is, uh, you know, especially if you're talking about small businesses and things like that, like, you know, you're talking about bakers or whatever. Yeah. These are businesses, everyone is struggling at the moment. Exactly. And um, it's not... It's really trying to get back. But what I think the repercussions of all of this is that what will happen is that we will live in a society where we are being tracked as well. I mean, for instance, retailers are now using like tech and security devices like RFID, which is radio frequency identification. And these are tags that attempt to sort of stem the flow of all this shoplifting. And the tags, for example, the label, um, they're in the items and then the labels are tracked and you can actually, they have barcodes and things. So if somebody does try to take them, then, you know, you will be tracked, maybe. We have them in our credit cards, uh, RFID. Mm -hmm. um, And that's why nowadays there are wallets which stop the tracking of these, um, stop the tracking from tracking your credit card details as you're, you know, walking around. So the more uh, these things happen, the more sort of um, systems are going to be put into place to stop us. I know, I remember once um, I got... um, I was going to track a... 
you know, can of baked beans yeah, or something. You That's know, like, it I suppose like, it's just. But I suppose it's a bit. I mean, it's I, not I, just. You know, a, yeah, you'd need a whole team to do that as yeah. then, wouldn't you? Like, but I remember getting uh, some clothes or something at one point, and there was a sort of tag thing with almost like this liquid the ink. Yeah, yes. and and I felt like, oh my god, she didn't take it off. Like, you know, I didn't nick it or anything. Yeah. But she didn't take it off, and so there's no way you can try to oh, do it. Never because ever, it'll yeah. be, get wrecked. Yeah, and, and that blue stuff, whatever it is inside, will go everywhere. And it's never designed, come uh, yeah, I'm sure our listeners will know what we're talking about. So when you go to like a lot of uh, high street shops um, to buy clothes, they'll, they'll often have like a tag mm. with, with that ink on it. You're mm. right. You can't take uh, that mag because it's sort of glued together yeah, with yeah, a magnet. Yeah. And you have a special thing that they use to take it out. Before you leave a shop, you have to make sure yeah. that they take it off because, it, you know, I've gone home as well paid for all the items and one item still has it i'm like oh now i've got to go back to the yeah, shop that's right pain. yeah I know. and show my receipt of course yes, but yeah. it's like you can never take it off yourself no i mean so so you see these systems then come into operation then um it says in europe and most of the world shoplifting is often attributed to the cost of living crisis which you mentioned just now um and then and then the you know the rises come from this kind of casual shoplifter a lot of sort of they're also saying that while a lot of sort of day-to-day shoplifting is is done there's also things like you know organized gangs and professional shoplifters uh and you know who are working around europe etc and you know at the end of the day they have no criminal record or major criminal intent they're doing all this they steal household goods and food from stores um so you know it's kind of like it's crazy, but they're saying also that the UK Addiction Treatment Group says that, you know, they've had an astronomical sort of rise in people seeking help with shoplifting addiction. So that addiction may not necessarily be from a need that they're desperate for food or they're desperate for something. It's pure, it's pure just um, a kind of risk-taking thing that they do because they push it. They just think, oh, I won't get caught. I'm going to try this or whatever. Um, you know, lots of children, I'm sure... You young children that you have and I think um, if I think back at my childhood there may have been a time where you might have sort of picked something up and thought okay but I think this is another thing that especially from an early age that it's something that you need to because you know children can see and all of these sweets and, and these lovely things that they like are all on their level it's all very easy for a child to say, oh, I want this packet of sweets. And then you come home and you think, oh, where did you get that from? And you think, oh, I just picked it up. So, so I mean, like, you know, it's like then trying to explain to them that, look, you this can't isn't... take it. Yeah, no, you have you know, to pay for it. But it's very it. easy. Yeah. These things are there tempting, um, you know, children to pick it up so their mothers will buy it. But then lots of children may actually grab it and put it in their thing. Um, the funniest story I ever heard, right? I may, I may, I may have done something similar when I was little. <laughs> I didn't bring it home. Home. I just opened it there and, and there. They did. <laughs> yeah, I just thought Look, oh, we all have yeah, a thing in our cupboard. Okay. Too. Well, mine's out of, out of it already. And my mom just sort of looked over. I was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I got it from there." Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is a, but I tell you, the it's funniest, funniest story, which is uh, which is putting a different light on shoplifting, is I was told that once, um, and this is a legit story, where um, in Edinburgh they had a lovely Edinburgh Zoo. Right. This is a long time ago. This is about sort of twenty twenty five years. ago 
Madagascar, whatever. And supposedly, uh, this woman took her children to the zoo, and um, then she came. They came back, and this child had a rucksack and things like that. And um, then she smelt something funny in in the child's room, and she she heard movements, and this child had taken a little penguin. <gasps> And put it in his rucksack and brought the penguin home. Seriously, this is, I know these people. And she said that is what her son did when he was like eight years old or 10 years old wow. and went to Edinburgh Zoo Kidnapped. and took a little Not, penguin he, and put it in his rucksack. It was a bee, it was a little one. And he was squirming around. And so he was smelly because he was, you know, penguins tend yeah, to smell very, a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, and so she That's just said hilarious. that I couldn't believe it. There was a penguin in his. <laughs> <laughs> How did it all work out in the end? How did how did they go back well, to the well, zoo? Well, they must have they must have contacted the zoo and said, "Look, you know, I've got one of your penguins here, or whatever." <laughs> but I mean, it's a child who did it. But I mean, I couldn't believe it. I just thought, my goodness, like, how did this penguin stay quiet for that long? And and then he was in the cupboard, so he was obviously making a. She, the kid went and put it in the cupboard. Um, it was just hilarious, <laughs> but that story. is your that is my sort of ultimate sort of shoplifting. It wasn't so much shoplifting, but zoo lifting, whatever story. But it, but you know, I heard it from the horse's mouth or the penguin's mouth. But um, you know, it is a true story, and uh, I was I thought, wow. Brilliant! That's, that's something. Uh, yeah, that is that's a difficult thing to, <laughs> to, to 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 pull off, really. Well, Sadia, thank you so much for your sharing, and I look forward to uh, more chin wags with you next week. Thank you very much.